We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Friday, January 10th by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, we didn't have any Premier League last week. How did you uh, how did you enjoy your weekend? Uh, by by not losing. Ah. Is, is that is that good? Is that a good thing? Always good. Yeah, I mean that or, or coming on the bubble or picking the wrong goalkeeper, like it, it just not having the t- tilt of picking the wrong goalkeeper, or getting a two v two wrong or something like that. I mean that I'm able to to, to relax and and watch NFL games where I get a two v two wrong. <laughs> Those probably have bigger uh, implications financially than the soccer ones, though. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, we've got a five-game slate on Saturday morning. Um, We have no late games, which is nice. We've got um, Chelsea, Burnley, Man United, Norwich, Wolves, Newcastle, Leicester, Southampton, and Everton, Brighton. Every home team is a favorite this week. why don't you break down which ones we should be looking at the most? Oh, okay, so the biggest favorite on the slate is Chelsea, minus 341. At home to Burnley, two and three quarter total. Then next comes Man United, minus 275 at home to Norwich. That's around the three total. Then Wolves, minus 213 against Newcastle, and that's 
looks like the lowest total on the board, yep. hovering a little on 2.4-ish, something like that. Then Leicester, minus 155 to Southampton. That's hovering around 3. And then finally, uh, Everton, minus 105 to Brighton, and that's around 2.5. So, like, there, there's, there's not really pick em games. Right. But there are pieces of underdogs that are possibly worth rostering. In fact, like I'm, the, like really from a perspective. I mean, I'll we'll, we'll get into obviously the players. I was almost shocked to see Man United favored by this much until I realized that Norwich is actually the worst team in the league. But I think from a, from a fantasy perspective, I think like with Emiliano Buendia, like we view Norwich as a much better team fantasy wise yeah. than they are in real life. So like I'm looking at that going. Going is Wendy really in play as a plus eight eleven underdog, and yeah. it's possible that he is. Mm-hmm. But the biggest favorite on the slate is Chelsea. So, uh, I almost wish that uh, the knock that Madison got took him out for I totally Saturday's agree. game. I almost feel like that because you. I don't think you could play. We're going to get into forward. Uh, if you're going to play Willie on a ninety nine hundred. I don't think you could play Madison. It's funny you say that. I, mean, you I can. actually you you can, but I mean I just don't think it's optimal. I actually don't. I want Madison out, not because of Willian. Oh, because you want to get like Telemans. Uh, I I mean I would certainly rather some cheaper access to Leicester set pieces, but it's not. It's Madison's salary is not pushing me towards Willian. Is anything pushing towards? Is uh, is what? No matter what, I don't believe Willian is a necessity. I totally agree. I think he's fine to have. Yep. But I just don't think it's Jam Willian in in your forward spot. I think there's I think there's one forward that you jam in. Yes. And I think he's going to be uh the highest owned player. 140% owned, yeah. Right. Uh and that's Gilfie Sigurdsson at yep. 7700. We don't have to bury that lead. No. Uh so I think uh, even even in GPPs Sigurdsson's floor with now with a monopoly of set pieces at home as a favorite. I mean, his floor is is a goal. I mean, yeah. his goal's worth of points. Yeah. So if you're fading Sigurdsson in GPP, you're fading him for someone that could score more than one goal. Yep. And there are not that many players on this slate like that. Right. Well, there are teams like that, but not necessarily players like that. Right. That's what I mean. Like, would you consider... Like Abraham or Rashford? I think it's Abraham, Rashford, and Jimenez. Not even Richarlison? No, I don't think Richarlison has two goal upside. How about uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin? No. Okay. Is Jamie Jamie Vardy playing? uh, Yes. Okay. Oh, Vardy's another one. Vardy is on that list. Okay, so he's on that list. Yeah. So that would be like Jimenez, Vardy, Rashford, Abraham, but they're not. They're, they wouldn't be cash plays. No. Yeah, their goal lines aren't more? high enough, and they're not big enough favorites to talk about that. Right. Do you see a reason to roster a Dama Traore at 8,500 rather than just find the 1,400 and get to Willian? Absolutely. That that's who I would play instead of Willian. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. So that's who you'd play. I thought you'd. I thought we'd be bypassing Willian for like someone cheaper than Sigurdsson. No. I think there's a build there too, 
But I think Traore has a better floor than Willian. Because Willian isn't Willian isn't guaranteed to be on like all set pieces. Exactly. In fact, if Mount plays, it's basically guaranteed he's not on all of them. Right. Traore obviously has zero of them himself. But yeah, I would play him for sure. But we have, we have to assume that Mount plays because like yes. Pulisic is out. Yep. So it's I mean. Like, who else are they playing? I mean, like, you would expect Mount to be in. Mm-hmm. Could be well, Hudson. Willian obviously has upside. I mean, uh, Chelsea yeah. with the biggest favorite still has upside. Uh, Willie can still show up with a goal and an assist. Absolutely. As well as eight cross. He could show up with a 34-point score anyway. Yeah. But I think well, I think the interesting options are below okay. Sigurdsson. What do you think... Understand that Everton's only a minus one oh five favorite. Yeah. Between the two, because I'm going to mention two people from the same team, is Pascal Gross worth fifteen hundred more than Leandro Trossard? Um, is he worth twenty nine hundred more than Steven Alzat? If he plays, we don't know if Alzate plays. Uh-huh. Is it Alzate? I don't even know. Alzate, maybe. See, uh, now you don't know. Yeah, I don't watch much Brighton. But it could also be uh, Jahan Bosch. Could be. Can't he play? Yeah. He's 4,900. Mm-hmm. But it, it, the same type of thing as Alzate or whatever, however you pronounce his name. But let's say neither of them are in. Because the, 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 the fact of the matter is comes that Moy is out. Right? Moy is doubtful. Doubtful, yeah. Right, so like, who else are they playing? If they're going to play a four-two-three-one, like, you'd have to assume it's like Jahan Bosch or Alzate, some someone, right? Yeah. But I mean, they could just got they could just put Glenn Murray and just play a four-four-two. I mean, they could just change formation, and just put another forward up. Yeah. And play Mopai and Murray with, and then just Gross. They have Connolly too. That's who they play. They have Connolly, right? Not Murray, right? Whoever. So I can't go in assuming that these 5K-level Brighton forward-eligible players are going to be available. Yeah. But in the case that neither of them are, like, is Gross worth 1500 more than Troussard? Um, No. But I think that's more that I, I'm not sure Gross is worth that salary anyway. Right. Well, that but that that's the point that I'm making. Yeah. I'm not saying that Troussard is worth 6100 either. Right. But I think Trossard is closer to his efficient salary yeah. than Gross's yeah. in this matchup. I agree with that. What are we doing with uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi if he starts? Are we just gonna fall? Are you just going to fall into that trap again? I would play him over Gross. Okay. But that's not saying that much. No. <laughs> you'd, you'd almost rather find the 1,000 and get Traore. Yes. Yes, definitely. I think McNeil at 6,400 away to Chelsea is a non-factor. I'm starting to wonder if we ever play him again. Okay, so that that's that you're on the even more further end of the spectrum. I think I think playing him when they're at home and you know at least uh, at least favored to some extent. Maybe he's probably like 7,500 at that point. Right. Like I think they're actually going to price him out to the point where we just don't. Right, and by the, also by the time that happens, like, JBG will be fully healthy and then we'll be like, you know, is it worth it to play either of these guys right. now at these prices? Right. 
Timo yeah. Puki is out, so I don't know who's going to score for Norwich. So like that makes it even worse. Yeah. How about uh, Pedro Nito? I, I thought about him. You just thought about him? Yeah, that's it. I think his floor is limited. Yeah. But he obviously has upside in a matchup where the Wolves are a heavy favorite. Yes. And Jota's injured. I mean, like, yeah. Nito, he may not play 90, but it's not like they have much of anything. Like, he'd be coming out and they put in another midfielder. Like, they're not, they're typically not replacing him with, like, with another forward. Right. What about Almiron? Well, he's healthy. That uh, I, I thought he wasn't going to play, but then. Yeah, sounds like he's going to play. Right. Where is he? 5,200. 5,200. I guess, but I mean, if you're going to play Almiron, why don't you just play Nito? Why don't you just play Jahan Bosch or Ozate, I mean, at that point? Like, I'm all not, I'm not I mean, you're, all that, you're not I'm not all play. that thrilled. Yeah, but I'm not all that thrilled to play a Newcastle player away to Wolves. Yeah, I get that, but you're not going to play Pedro Neto in cash. Why not? People did it last week or the week before that. I know because he scored a goal and he was in the lineups that I was ahead to, because I considered him in cash. He was 4,700 against Watford. I guess the matchup is fine here, but 4,700 is a lot different than 59. Well, I'm just looking at lineup construction. I mean, cause the price doesn't matter at this point. Like, I could get whoever I want in midfield if right. I just pay down over here, so who yeah. cares? I can assure you I will not be playing Nathan Redmond. No. No, no one should be playing Nathan <laughs> Redmond. But there's no one else down here. There's no one... Uh, Muto's out. I mean, there's no one that's going to be even starting or available. Yeah. Joe Ellington, 4,200. I mean, if you're just taking the, the cheapest yeah, starting right, right. player, sure, okay. I mean, you could do it. That's what he provides, the cheapest right. possible. But still, at the end of the day, like, it's... I, I, I easily... Sigurdsson is going to be... Even in GPPs, I could see this late over 50%. Oh, yeah. I think his efficient price on this slate should be like 9500 I agree. For how quickly they raise other guys, it's crazy to me that they haven't raised him right. yet. Well, in compar- well, if you take a look at the comparison to the slate, Everton is actually the smallest favorite. But still... Yeah, I know that I know that, but I'm I'm just I'm just I'm trying to come up with some type of logical reasoning why that would be happening. Being a hundred dollars more than gross. Like that's crazy. That's gross. Yeah, yeah. Do you play Madison? I mean you'd want to. Mm-hmm. But there's there's plenty of midfield options. Yeah, there are. There, and there's it midfield options at like mid level that almost seem like they're underpriced. Yeah, I think the the bigger issue with midfield this week is opportunity cost and of of the position than salary. Right. right. I yeah, I I don't think I don't think this is the slate unless you're like GPPing with a different lineup construction that you're playing like some like 4k level midfielder. I don't think you're you're going in going like I guess I'm just throwing Jack Cork and who right. cares? Like right. I don't, I just don't I don't I don't see that. I agree. Although there's one guy that down there that could start. Ooh. We'll talk about him later. Okay. Uh so yeah, like in a perfect world, I'd love to get Madison. I'd rather I Madison's if Willian's 9900 and Madison's 101, like you play Madison 100% of the time, right? Yes. Like get position not yes. I mean 
The only reason that Willian enters the discussion over Madison is because he's forward eligible. Yes. Okay. Just want to make that clear. Yeah, he's a quick pass if he's just midfield. Right. If Madison was forward eligible, you'd just slot him in. Yep. Like, that would have be no problem. Yep. Okay. You go back and forth on this guy, like, every other week. Okay. Is Joe Matinho worth 8000 I think he's efficiently priced. Okay, so I, I think that's good. For him being 8000 and you not having bad-mouthing him, <laughs> I think that's a good thing, right? Because sometimes it's like he's 6200 and you're like, oh, why are you going to play Joe Matinho? Right. I think he's efficiently priced. Right, I think so. I think so also. I don't think he's overpriced. I don't think he's overpriced at 8000 I think he, that's what he should be yep. priced. Would you rather play Matinho or Mason Mount? Or Emiliano Buendia? Yeah. Or James Ward-Prowse? I don't play Ward-Prowse. I think he's firmly in a different tier. But I think Madison, Matinho, and Buendia are the top three. I think Mount's probably behind them. So what makes the difference between... Like, Ward-Prowse, like, Southampton is actually a smaller underdog than Norwich is. And Ward-Prowse takes all their set pieces. Yeah. Buendia takes all of Norwich's set pieces. So what makes Buendia so much better than Ward-Prowse? I think... Norwich can do more against Manchester United than Southampton can do at Leicester. Okay. Well, I mean, I agree with you. I, I think I think Buendia does a lot more during open play than Ward-Prowse does during sure. open play. I think that's a better way of putting it. Yep. But, like, Buendia at 7,100 is not like a slam dunk. No, no. I think he's priced for the matchup. Yep. And I think, I, think, I think he's efficiently priced. I agree. But you have to admit that he also has a ton, like... His floor is very high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But his upside in this specific matchup may be limited. Yep. But I think even against Manchester United, like, Wendia, like, if he doesn't get double-digit points, that would be a disappointment. I agree. Yep. Although it feels like everybody gets double-digit points at this point. Yeah, not, 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 not when you roster, not when I roster. Right, him. right. I like think, in a perfect in a perfect world, I'd like to have Madison, Matinho, and like in Buendia, but I mean, I, you can't make that build. Oh, that's not true. I mean, you can. Yeah, but I don't, I just don't think it's necessary because then I go down. And I go, why aren't I playing Fred? It's sixty three hundred. Yeah. Someone that you bad mouthed. He, he he was four thousand. You're like, who plays Fred? Yeah. I'm, well, I'm now in on pa- Fred. Well, Fred's now Paul Pogba, so why not play? Right. <laughs> Speaking of Manchester United, I was going to say, I, I think I played Daniel James over James Ward-Prowse. Okay, but you wouldn't play Daniel James over Fred. No, 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 no. Fred essentially has a monopoly of set pieces yeah. for Man United now, right? Pereira takes like once every blue moon. Yeah, it's not enough. Right, and also Fred's been playing as like a box-to-box midfielder, so it's like he's not this holding midfielder anymore. He's like, he's Roman, and he's going everywhere. Yeah. And it shows in his game logs. Like his floor is like 8 to 10 points. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in on Fred. Right, against Norwich? I mean, what better matchup can you possibly have? Uh Uh-huh. I was really hoping Matt Ritchie was going to be like 4,600. But 5,700, he played 26 minutes in the the League Cup match or whatever recently. Yep. If he starts, do you think he plays 90? No. Let's say if I Even if he did. He's priced as if he's going to. Okay, so you think 5,700 is efficient? No, I think it's actually a little high. Really? Yeah. 
I was thinking that you were going to say the complete opposite of like Matt Ritchie sometimes was priced at seventy eight hundred. Yeah. You're like, I got to put him in. Yeah, I, it, it's more just he he's been out for so long that like I don't know. If... Yeah, but Shelby's out. You yeah. have to assume that Ritchie starts, and then he he's, he has a monopoly of set pieces, right? Who else? Who else Longstaff. does anything? Oh, okay. I've got to worry about Sean Longstaff. I, I think it's worth worrying about. Do you think Richie starts? I didn't. I didn't know how he. I mean, because he came into the game, so it may be different. In the past, Richie has kind of played as a basically a wing back. Yeah, I think he's going to be a midfielder. Okay, that 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 upgrades him though, right? I mean, not necessarily because a lot of times he just crossed the hell out of the ball yeah. and he played as a yeah. essentially a wing back. Right. He's Trent Alexander Arnold and Trippier, and the fact that he was like a defender who didn't really defend. If they weren't playing Wolves and they were like at home against like Brighton or like someone like fairly even to them, you'd be more inclined to play Richie at fifty seven hundred. Yes. Right? Okay. You were saying like there's no way you're filling a forward spot with a fifty two hundred dollar Almiron, but fifty seven for Richie in a midfield spot, you're okay with? No, I'm I'm pointing out the the option because maybe if you want to pay up for like Willian and you could do something like a Richie Fred Matinho type of build. Or Buendia. Right. Uh, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not necessarily on Richie at all. Like, I'm, I'd be concerned about minutes. minutes I'd be cons- yeah. I mean, I'd be cons- And it, the matchups, it's not like it's even a good... Right. Like, they're a big underdog on the road. Right. But I just have to point it out. That's why, like, Almiron makes more sense, because at least he fills a forward spot. Yep. Right, it's an opportunity cost thing. Yep. Would you play Longstaff at 4,200 if Richie doesn't start? That's at least a little bit more palatable. Yeah. But still, you still get the opportunity cost problem. Right. If you're playing Longstaff at 4,200, that means you're probably playing someone like... what you're, you're making You're making a build. Even if it's GPP, you're making a build with high-priced forwards. Yep. Or you're playing like Willian and Madison. Right. And then you still need some type of 4K midfielder. Yep. Is there anyone else before I get to... Uh, the person I wanted to talk about? Um, no. Who you got? If he starts. Yes. He's 3,300. Oh, wow. He's 3,300, Andrew. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not paying 3300 and taking up a midfield spot for Juan Mata. I'm not doing it. If he that. starts, if he starts as a central attacking midfielder. No way. No way. So it's more of an opportunity cost. It's not. It's nothing to do with Juan Mata. No, it's everything having to do with Juan oh, Mata. Oh, okay. it actually does have to do with it. I'm going to blame okay. the opportunity cost. Okay. Do you think if Juan Mata starts, then Fred loses his set pieces? Uh, maybe. You play them both together just to make sure. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You knew I had to point him out. If Juan Mata was like 5,200, I would have just said, like, doesn't matter if he starts. It's too much. You know what's funny is that, like, I obviously knew Manchester United was on this slate. But, like, I didn't even know Juan Mata was in the player pool. Right, like but didn't... then you look down and you go, he's thirty three hundred. I mean, he's 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 priced with guys that are like not even in the league anymore. 
Um, no, I don't think you play Juan Mata. Okay. How about Morgan Gibbs White? If he managed, I mean, most likely if he does start, he wouldn't play ninety anyway. I'm just looking at others. Like, what happens if Basuma? Like, instead of they playing like Alzate or right, right. or Jahan Bosch, they go like, let's just add another midfielder and play Basuma at thirty seven hundred. I think all of these are like fine in like GPP builds. I just yes. don't think like for a cash build, you're you're. I think you're the losing The opportunity too much. cost at mid, yeah, at at midfield. Yeah. I really had no expectation to talk about Juan Mata today. Right, I knew you did. I thought maybe you you thought you I thought I thought when I thought I would give it away when I'm like, "Oh, there's a cheap midfield." And you'd be like, "Uh-oh, I know what you're talking about." And I honestly really like the name Juan Mata was never like I never saw it. I I I didn't even know he was in this player pool. Right, it see you always have to expect if West Ham is on the slate, Jack Wilshire could sure. possibly come up. And if Watford's on the slate, Tom Cleverley could come. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they're both injured or so far down the depth chart that they'll right. never play. Just so happens that Man United has so many injuries that Juan Mata actually is does play. Ugh. Ugh. How about Stuart Armstrong? That's not is is he worth uh, a midfield spot for thirty four hundred? <laughs> no, of course no, not. No. So let's get to defense. Yes. I don't. S- I, I think it, it's an odd situation because I think, like the Everton, really just Sadibi, uh, the Leicester guys and the Chelsea guys are fine. I just never got to a build where I had money to spend up at defense, and I didn't think right, any of I, these guys were worth prioritizing. Right, and I think there are plenty of cheaper guys that are playable. Right, right. Like Dino would have been a lock a month ago. Right, but if he's not going to take any set pieces right. anymore, then what the hell's the point? Right. Alonzo probably is probably going to be out, and Reese James will play. Yeah. Then you'll have. Uh, I like James. I like Sadibi, Ricardo. Yeah. Chilwell. Like, yep, Chilwell. Dan Byrne is is out, so it's quite possible that we get like uh, Bernardo at thirty eight hundred. That doesn't make like that's not like a slam play or anything. But I don't mind. I don't mind the Southampton fullbacks against Leicester. I agree. Uh, Sword Cedric and Bertrand. Yeah, thirty eight hundred and Bertrand was cheaper. I think thirty seven. Oh, thirty seven. I like Johnny too. Forty four hundred yeah. home against Newcastle. Right. Like those. I mean, I think you're just playing two of those guys. Yep. Like uh, all the guys that we mentioned, just play two of them. Yeah. Assuming that there's no rotation, or I mean, who knows. Yeah, but I don't expect to see like a cheap, like a really cheap fullback. Agreed. I mean, we always have the Norwich guys, but they they really don't do anything, right? Except for I'm that one like, game that Mac, I think it was Aaron's had ten crosses and it was out of nowhere, right? But I'm just talking about like a cheap fullback out of nowhere, just like spot start or something. I'm just yeah. scrolling down the list, like I don't I don't see who that would be. The odd thing is, is that I was looking at the higher priced defenders, and I'm like. If you are somebody who, like, changes lineup construction for GPPs, like, I'm going to do some a construction nobody else does, paying up for defense, I think, fits one of those this week. But it's like, these guys don't have upside. Like, I mean... Yeah, well, I mean, no, no, I mean, the ever Sidibe, I mean, but Sidibe, I think, is the best choice out of the bunch. Yeah. Aspilicueta could get three assists. 
right? Reese James, these are, I mean, I guess, they get assists. Yeah. I don't just know. No, I don't, I think Doherty could get a goal. Pereira could get a could. goal. Right. But, but I'm saying they're more likely, like, if you're going to, if you're going to go for a goal, they go for, like, the heavily attacking players. Yeah. Like, Ricardo shows up in the box a lot of times. Like, Wan Bissaka, to me, is not, like, a high upside defender. Right. They may start Luke Shaw. Yeah. Yeah, looking at this side, yeah, there's there's really nothing. There's nothing, yeah. Right. Goalkeeper. The odd thing about goalkeeper this week is because we have no home underdogs, Pickford at 5,400 is the cheapest home goalkeeper. Right. And it goes from Pickford at 5,400 all the way down to Ryan at 42. 42, yeah. It's There's huge. no one in between. Yeah, right. So either, essentially, you're either paying up or paying down. Right. I could definitely see playing Nick Pope and just hoping for the best. Sure. Like, if you're not playing Willian in a cash lineup and if you're not playing Mount or whatever, like, then, okay, Nick Pope. Yep. Got no Chelsea. Yeah, I think that's... But I think any of that, I mean, it's it's you're dealing with saves. I don't feel comfortable. I, I, I really, I, the, the first goalkeeper that I feel comfortable is actually Patricio. I don't feel comfortable that Chelsea keeps a clean sheet against Burnley yeah. or Man United keeps a clean sheet against Norwich. Oh, there's no way I play De Gea, yeah. Right. So, like, to me, Patricio, I, I think, and it's not because Wolves' defense is good. I just don't think Newcastle's offense is good. Yep. But, I mean, but it's still, it's, it's goalkeeper. Anyone else? No, I mean it's a fairly short show for a five-game type of slate. I mean, we had a whole Juan are, Mata conversation, right? Those are the options. So yeah, at least uh, the the old-time listeners get the whole Juan Mata conversation again, and, and then uh, we got contests. This might be the last time we have to do this if we're going to keep talking about Juan Mata. Ugh. Wait for Watford to have injuries so Tom Cleverly comes into play. Hopefully it's on a slate with United and you can play both of them together. Perfect. Ugh. Anybody's any follow-up for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at BlenderHD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. Uh, available in the Rotowire Discord chat as well. You can just uh, go to rotowire.com slash chat to join. If you are not a Rotowire subscriber, you can try us out for free. 10 days, no credit card required. Just go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial to do that. Jordan, thank you for all that and good luck this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.